This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Recovering from Cheating. Yes. Also in the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. A woman goes viral after a guy she met on the train tracked down her phone number and the best places to get married for 2019. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who found a disturbing photo on her boyfriend's phone and another listener who's trying to work it out with her cheating BF. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week again. Some more BFF bonding. What's going on your week? Um, so I was recently told a crazy dating story. What? Um, so I, first of all, the person that told me this story, it's like a friend of a friend of a friend that the story is about. So, Okay, I, this is like a little through the grapevine. This is basically how urban legends get started because either it's true or it's the most insane thing I've ever heard. I couldn't wait to run home and tell Ian this story the day that I heard it. And before I even got into the story, when I was like, so it's. My friends, 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 whatever. He was like, this story isn't true. And I was like, let me tell the story. And then I told it and he still said it wasn't true. So you be the judge. So basically, um, I was told, and apparently this story happened right here in New York. Um, this girl's friend went on a date with somebody that she met on um, a dating app. And they went on a first date and everything was great and wonderful. And they decided to go on a second date. And he was like, let me make you dinner. So she okay. she went over to his house and he made dinner and it was like this delicious, wonderful, romantic evening. And then about an hour later, she started feeling really sick. Like she was like, I got to go. I got to get out of here right now. So at that point in the story, I was like, so this is a story about somebody having diarrhea on a date. Sure. Okay. That's like where this is going. Not where this is going. I love that that's where your your brain goes. And even then it's like, great story. Tell me more. But No. So she she got home. She made it home. She was like diarrheaing and vomiting and all this terrible stuff. Um, and then it didn't stop. So she was like, I need to go to the hospital. So she went to urgent care. Um, the doctors were like, this is more than a bug. You were like violently ill. They ran tests. And then the doctor, like a while later, the doctor comes in with a police officer. And listen, guys, I'm telling you, I don't know if this what? is true. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm just quiet because my eyes were just huge. Uh, was she poisoned? So they go, uh, we ran tests and we found that you have consumed human flesh. And this is such bullshit. This is not listen, true. I'm not, I, even though it sounds far removed, it's not that far removed. It's a, hey, a wait, my heart, my heart, friend's is, friend. Wait, my heart is racing and I'm like actually terrified right now. I know. Wait, this would be in the news if this was That's true. That's what I said. I was like, is this like. If I talk about this, am I like screwing up an investigation? Like, is this going to be? Wait, what happened? Oh my god! Now I'm just angry. I'm not even. I don't even think this is a good dating story, or, or not even. It's like a, a true crime. It's, it's... No, this is just like actually terror. This is like so, my worst nightmare. Okay, so they're like you consumed human flesh, and my I, heart is literally racing right I now. Was... You know, I can't even watch scary movies or scary commercials for scary movies. But listen, true crime podcasts are a huge genre. So people that love podcasts okay, are like no. getting the best of both worlds right now. You're people getting a aren't listening story to this. That is why is you're also they're not listening. To this is why I'm. I, I'm actually angry at you for telling this story. <laughs> okay, what happened? Okay, so I was like, when when we got to this point in the story, I was like, well, maybe he cut himself when he was cooking, and it was like 
you know, like something like little. And they were like, no, no. Like for it, for her to get that ill, it had to be like a lot. So she was like, oh my God. So they, she, the police were like, if you think you know who did this, you have to like put us in touch with them. So she started texting him and the texts were bouncing back. She was like, I know where he lives. So she took the police to his apartment and it turns out it was an Airbnb. And I know, so smart. Why was she, why was she not? Mur- why was she not murdered? That's what I was like. It's almost more insane because, like, his thing was watching her eat it, not that he wanted to eat her. What I know, but then Airbnb could just find out who so who right. rented the so, apartment. And apparently, that's, I'm a good police that's, officer. <laughs> that's where they're at right now. Uh, he used like fake information. I am told. See, this could just as well be an urban legend, and I would rather believe that. I would rather believe that this story isn't true. But I was like, yeah, but there'd be huh. fing- there'd be fingerprints around the apartment, right? So I don't know. That's that's where the story leaves off. I assume that eventually this will be in the news, and we'll find out how it ended. But uh, this is a friend of a friend. How? Oh my god! I know. I know. I'm speechless because I'm just like want to cry, and I. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I mean, luckily the girl was safe. You can't tell this story on a dating podcast, Angela. People aren't going to want to go on dates anymore. Well, but look at it this way, guys. If you're like, I have the worst luck. (laughs) You don't because you didn't consume human flesh. And then what was was, uh, ironic was I actually told Ian this story the night of our anniversary. We went out to dinner. We had a lovely yeah. romantic anniversary As you're eating, of course, you know, you have such bad taste. <laughs> you tell this story about eating human flesh and explosive diarrhea over dinner well, and on dating podcasts where we're trying to like hopefully inspire people to like, you know, don't get down about dating. Just have fun. You know, I dating's think- not a big, you know, just just have fun. Stop getting down about it. And then you tell the story about someone going out with like a cannibal who rents an Airbnb, posing it as his apartment. Well, awful things happen. It's true. But I think that this is definitely the exception, not the rule. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I would say this. Yeah. I would venture that this doesn't happen a lot. So don't get nervous. Was What city was this in? It was in, the, in New York State. Was it in New York City? I don't know. I also don't know what app it was oh my god but i don't think it's an indication that apps are bad because hey look at that like ted bundy thing on netflix lots of people met ted bundy in real life so it's not an app thing ted bundy was really cute i keep watching commercials i mean i'm not gonna watch that documentary because like i said i can't watch scary things or i can't sleep for a week but I, i was just you know it pops up when i'm when i'm looking for other things to watch and i'm like he was really cute well, this was the problem with Ted Bundy. Not to get too much into Ted Bundy, but people were like, but he's so handsome. How could he murder people? That's how. But handsome people are, can be murderers, so trust no bitch. But th- where I was going with telling that story on my anniversary uh, was then I got really sick from dinner and we got home and I was like, I ate human flesh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and But, but, but it, yeah, I, did, I don't think I don't I really even did. want to tell my story this week because <laughs> I don't even... I don't even have an exciting story, and it's not even close to what you just told. Not even close to the awfulness, the horror. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Listen, if you would like to hear more stories about eating human flesh, you can write Nobody wants to. If you would like to hear less, also let us know. We love feedback. Nobody wants to hear- More human flesh, less human flesh. Let us know. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that story. Nobody wanted to hear it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm horrified. I just like, it's in my head. It was bouncing around. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Okay. So I had to share. Now it's in all of your heads. I'm sorry. 
all I was going to say this week was that I just got back from Florida and <laughs> and uh, we had another friend come with us on on our trip. And so we spent most of our trip with with another couple and it was absolutely wonderful and beautiful. And all I was going to say was sometimes it's good to switch up the dynamic in your relationship by by doing more like double dates and like doing a vacation with another couple was really great because it switched up. Nick and my dynamic because I spend so much time with Nick now that we have a a baby and when you you know when you get into a monot- monotony of your own relationship yes. it's good to switch things up but but that doesn't even matter that's a great story that's my whole I'm not even there's no point to even talking more about it we're gonna take a quick sponsor break and then we're jumping into what's in the news we would like to thank our sponsor Adam and Eve Adam and Eve is where Angela and I get all of our sexy sexy stuff when people aren't sending us vibrators for free. We are going to adamandeve.com, and that's where we're getting our lingerie, our vibrators. They've got toys, lube, pretty much anything you need for a sexy night with somebody, with many people, or by yourself. And if you go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. Isn't that right, Angela? We This is why we love Adam and Eve. It's an amazing discount, but on top of that, when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive free three adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. Let me tell you, if you're going to a bachelorette party coming up, this is a great purchase for you because you're going to come not empty handed. You're going to be, your arms are going to be full of sexy stuff. Well, considering that you are currently an engaged woman, I'm assuming you're going to be planning a bachelorette party soon. Are you trying to give me a hint of some sort? I would love a free mystery gift, Laura. Would you? (laughs) I will keep that in mind. I am a good friend and I will get you whatever you want. Guys, go to adamneve.com. Use our code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at adamneve.com. Use code SINGLE at adamneve.com. Angela, what have you been reading in the news, hopefully something happy. <laughs> Once the story that I told earlier is in the news, you better believe that it's going to be in our news segment. Yeah, of course. Uh, but maybe, what have you been reading this maybe week? It wasn't true. Okay, so this story was something I found on Twitter. It was, um, and then BuzzFeed, of course, did a little follow up on it. It was this woman got a text from a man she only met once on the train. Uh, The reporting here was done by Ikran Dahir on BuzzFeed. So this Twitter user named Linda HX, who is from Bromsgrove, England, posted screenshots of a text exchange. She wrote in the caption, so I briefly spoke to someone on the train last week. We didn't even exchange socials or anything. And today he messaged me. Am I overreacting by being creepy? out because what on earth <laughs> yes you should be creeped out yeah because how the hell did he find you how did he find you indeed so would you like to do a little this is why you're single role play theater with me absolutely i'm gonna be the guy okay yo it's me josh from the train the other day got your number from one of your friends hope you don't mind hiya tbh this is kind of creepy lol which of my friends gave you my number Wait, rewind. How did you find my friends? I searched you on Insta and you follow some people I know, so I asked about you. I'm not even being funny, but don't you think it's less creepy to just follow me on Instagram instead of asking around for my number? Uh, YH, what does that stand for? I think he was abbreviating yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Which is not a long word. (laughs) It's not a long... Uh, yeah, but you're not the type of girl I DM. I only DM girls I want to pipe. Want to get to know you. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what to say to that. But again, who gave you my number? I'll tell you on Thursday, B. 
Thursday. Why not today, LOL? Because I'm taking you out. We can talk more then. Most definitely not. Why you moving funny for? I just want to... Why you moving funny for? I just want to know you. Because I'm really not flattered by this. It's weird and invasive. And there is no way you can decide for me that I'm going out with you. If you want to know who then, that's the condition B. Take it or leave it. I can tell you've never been treated properly. It took me days to get your number. And you're moving like I'm one stalker. You bitches, man. Wow. She says, LOL, because it's kind of stalkerish what you did. But yeah, don't worry about it then. Please delete my number, though. Angry, smoke, smouting face emoji. So like, as if it was Oh my God, this guy's insane. This guy's legit batshit. Like, uh, yeah, as if it wasn't creepy enough that he like went through all these hoops to get her number from like a very bad friend. Like she needs to find out who that friend I was. I don't believe it was a them. friend. I believe he had like some kind of like bug thing on his phone. Like a hacker. Yeah. Like I don't think it was a friend. I think that's why he won't tell her because if if it actually was a friend, her friend would have been like, I don't know. What's her name? Let's pretend it's Patricia. Linda. Hey, Linda. Okay. I don't need to pretend it's Patricia. <laughs> hey, Linda, um, like, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but this guy met you on the train and he, like, really liked you. And I don't know how he found you, but he he asked me for your number. Is it okay if I give it to him? Because that's what any any friend would do. I mean, I, I guess you're assuming that it's a good friend. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe he reached out to somebody who wasn't one of her good friends. And it doesn't matter. And a jerk. Even like, if it was, like, okay, if some guy reached out to me and asked me for the number of an acquaintance... I oh, I would never. I would never give it to them. I would never give them. I'd be like, I don't know who you are. Or I would like message the acquaintance and be like, I'd be like, uh, hey, Jenny, haven't talked to you in a while. But like some guy reached out to me asking me for your number says he met you on the train. Like, do you want me to give it to him? Or what do you want me to say? Like, hope you're well. You know, uh, like your baby's cute. Or, or well, no, that wouldn't make sense. But like, <laughs> hope you're well. That trip in Aspen looked fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. like whatever. I think any normal person react would react that way. But you're... Um, operating under the assumption that everybody is nice and normal and more importantly not dumb. I don't there think it was a friend. Dummies. I just don't think it was a friend. I think I think she's right and like and if he genuinely he would have just DM'd her. But, you know, I I just don't think a friend gave him It is number. all very strange. Well, I, BuzzFeed followed up with her and she still doesn't know who the friend was. So, whoever it is, if it was a friend, it was definitely like, whoops, and is not saying I anything. I think he has some weird phone thing where, like, he was able to, like, get her number, like, through whatever kind of weird just being near her phone. I don't know. Some yeah. weird hackery bullshit. But everybody was comparing this to the Netflix show You with Penn Badgley, <gasps> which I haven't seen yet, but the, uh, now I, I kind of want to. I won't see it because it's scary. Yes, but apparently he kind of does similar things. He's like a stalker. He's just a very handsome stalker. I mean, that shows look past that. That show's supposed to be amazing, though. I know, and he he lives in my building. Does he? He lives here. We're here right now. He he lives in the presence of Penn Badgley. He lives two floors down. We should get him on the show. (laughs) Talk about you. Oh yeah, I guess I guess it is kind of related. All right, I'll I'll hit him up if I see him in the elevator. Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you what I've been reading, Angela. So I've been reading our buddies over at Wallet Hub. I thought I picked this because I thought it maybe would be helpful. For you, even though you kind of know where you're going to get married already. I know you've 
You've got it all figured out. But, but this it's, was, it's not locked down yet. You could change my mind. Well, this is 2019's best places to get married in the U.S. So maybe, you know, if you don't want to do it in New York City anymore, Orlando, Florida is number one. Oh, really? Where? At the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? Yeah, I think so. They don't say exactly where. They just say states. Orlando, Florida is number one. Number two, and this I strongly disagree with, is Las Vegas. Like, come on. Get out of here. Well, they're saying best or most common? Best places to get married. So, uh, number three is Los Angeles, which I don't disagree with. Great weather. You know, lots of affordable options. Then Atlanta. Don't rain. Exactly. Well, (laughs) Uh. on all three of our bat mitzvahs, it rained. So Really? Yeah. So, can't trust anywhere. Number four is Atlanta. Five is Miami, which I can see it being very fun in Miami. Yeah. Six is San Francisco. Pricey, I imagine. Yeah. Seven is Chicago. I agree with that. I love Chicago. Eight is San Diego. Number nine, New York City. So you still made the top 10 for the city you plan to get married in. I mean, it's definitely very expensive here. Very. So uh, being affordable, I don't think was factored into this list. Yeah. But beautiful venues. They do. They have so many beautiful venues. Uh, number 10 is Austin, Texas. And we, we spent a lot of time in Austin for, for podcast stuff. So We did. And I have a friend you... that's currently planning a wedding in Austin. Really? And it's a similar uh, weather thing where it's she was like, uh, we don't have to worry about rain really, but it's always hot as balls. But also every time that we've or I've been to Austin uh, was for South by Southwest and it rained. Yeah. Lots of rain. Okay. I'm going to tell you some of the, the bottom 10. Pearl City, Hawaii was the worst. So I, I, I could imagine that anywhere in Hawaii would be great, but apparently not. Well, probably beautiful, but I think Hawaii would also be expensive because like just everything, like getting groceries. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more reasons of, 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 you know, what these conclusions when they made these lists. Okay. El Paso, Texas has the lowest average wedding costs at $13,220, which is 3.2 times lower than Bridgeport, Connecticut, where 42000 you know, is the average. And that's the highest. Washington has the most event planners per capita, uh, while New York has the most photographers per capita, and Yonkers, New York specifically. Oh, Yonkers, which which doesn't surprise me. Like New York has a lot of creative types, so of course they have a lot of photographers. Um, yeah, actually, I forgot to tell you guys, but I won a free engagement shoot recently. What? So did I. I know. I remember, remember? that. Were you with and me we both when that happened? In New York. See, there are so many photographers in New York; they're just giving engagement shoots away for free. <laughs> So what are your plans for the engagement shoot? Well, you know, we were on the fence about doing an engagement shoot anyway. And now we're like, okay, free is for me. We'll do it. Um, I think that I'm going to reveal my plans on a later podcast. Oh, my God. You're so dramatic. Have, I have a plan. All it's right. It's going to be a themed shoot. Oh, no. How do you go from I'm not sure I want to do a cheesy engagement shoot to like now it's themed? Because now it's free and I'm going crazy. Broad, is it Broadway themed? I'll let you guys know. Oh, my God, it is. I know it. All right. San Francisco has the most musicians per capita. So that's another good thing about about uh, San Francisco. While Kansas City, Missouri has the fewest, which kind of surprises me because they've got some good good music in Kansas City. Yeah. All right. Uh, guys, we are about to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace is where you can think it, you can dream it, and then you can make it with Squarespace. This is what we've been doing forever. We have This Is Why You're Single show. You can also go to thisiswhyyoursinglebook.com. They go to the same website. Uh, and you can check out the Squarespace website that we've created. You can also check out lauralane.com if you want to check out my personal website. I kind of 
I kind of modeled them the same. They have like the same vibe. Then I also have nickloveslaura.com. That's my wedding website. Angela, you have your own website too. I do. I have angelasperry.com. And then everybody keeps asking me, so are you going to do a wedding website? And they say it with that tone, like maybe you won't want to because it's a lot of work. And I'm like, yeah, I am because I have Squarespace as a sponsor and I know it's going to be soups easy. It's going to be soups easy and it's going to look cool. Like I think they roll their eyes because a lot of those wedding websites are cheesy AF. That's right. And that's why I'm happy that I can design my own and not like leave it up to somebody else who's just going to do like a generic design that they do for yeah. everybody. No, you're not a basic B. I'm going to make it super hip. Um, so if you're getting married, if you're a bride, if you're a groom, if you're a small business like a restaurant or a bar or a pub, maybe you're a food producer, like maybe you're like a wannabe Great British Baking Show person and you have amazing pictures of muffins that you want to share, make your Squarespace website and then send me that link because I love some food porn. Um, Squarespace makes this all super easy by providing beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Uh, if you're worried about your website converting to mobile, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. They also have 24-7 award-winning customer support to help you out if things get tough. Make it yourself. Easily create a website by yourself. Go to squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code single to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash single for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We would like to thank our sponsor, Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Once I found out that I was maybe not brushing my teeth properly, I thought, all right, really? Is there really another thing that I might not be doing right in my life? So I actually ordered Quip for both Nick and I because Nick, you know, no offense, he wasn't that great at at uh, replacing his tooth his toothbrushes when you're supposed to, and I wasn't brushing my teeth as long as I was supposed to. So I ordered our Quip toothbrushes. I got him like a cool black one and I got the rose gold one for me. And then I found out they were a sponsor on our podcast, which made me really excited. Um, you know, also when you're dating someone and you're bringing your toothbrush over to their apartment, don't you want like a cute toothbrush? I'm just saying, you know, not, you know, not that aesthetics matter, but these toothbrushes are super cute. Uh, guys, sensitive sonic vibrations is one of the things that Quip has. It's gentle enough on your sensitive gums. People brush too hard, and some electronic electronic toothbrushes, they're just too abrasive. Quip also has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. This is my favorite thing in the whole world. It tells me when to go from right to left, on bottom and top, and then it tells me when I'm done. I'm like, this is great. All things should be this easy. Uh, that's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash single, you will get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Uh, that's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash single. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Okay, first up, we have kind of a short, sweet and simple one. This is from an anonymous listener. She writes, I needed to use my boyfriend's phone because mine was dead. As I was using it, I came across a vagina photo. I want to ask him whose V it is, but I do not want to look like I was going through his phone. Do I make a big deal about this or just keep my eyes open for other signs? Uh, totally ask him. And you have yeah. the perfect excuse, which is the truth, actually, was, hey, I 
was using your phone because mine was dead. And it, there was a vagina. And on there was it. a vagina on your in your photos. It's not even like you were going through text. You were you were looking in his photo, which you would think is a safe zone. So yeah, yeah you got to ask whose vagina it is. That that's pretty much identify that vagina. Weird that he just has like a disembodied vagina picture because like, you know, you get you get naked pics from people, but the, just the vagina. Maybe his friend sent it to him as a joke and it was one of those things where like, I don't know, it automatically downloaded from the text or something. I will say this email made me laugh a little bit because I forgot to mention that the subject line was disturbing photo. So that when I was like, oh my God, like a dead body. Uh, it was the vagina. Yeah. But disturbing when the vagina is not yours and it's exactly. in your boyfriend's phone. Exactly. Find out who that V is but and yeah, let us know. Def bring it up. All right. What else we got? Okay, this one is uh, from Sydney, our listener Sydney, and she wrote with the subject line, thank you and please judge my relationship real fast. So Sydney writes, what are your thoughts on recovering from cheating in a relationship? So this ties right in with our theme of the week, recovering from cheating. So Sydney says, my partner and I have been together for three years, living together for a year and a half, had a dog together and had planned on getting engaged this past January. We were going to try opening our relationship and he wanted to ask out a student he was coaching. I said it was inappropriate and she was too ingrained in our social circle, but he hooked up with her without telling me cheating by our rules while we were all on a trip in Chicago in our bed, also against our rules. He kept seeing her and told, uh, finally told me, then went ahead and broke all of our rules and did things we both agreed beforehand would be considered cheating again. We're kind of an organizing force in our poetry community, so we've kept all of this private to protect his reputation and our organizations. He says he's not at all sorry that he did any of this because of my behavior. I was nervous and suspicious, asked him to stop seeing her, calling him um, out on slash catching him in many lies, and eventually looked at his text messages, a big, big betrayal in the context of our relationship." I'm worried about being with someone who's hurt me and straight up said he will never be sorry. But is it just a difference of opinion like he claims? He's moved out and we're on a break. We're still in couples therapy. He wants to be with me and is confident in being capable of monogamy moving forward. I did shitty things too because I didn't trust him after the first round of cheating, but I don't know how to trust him again. But there were a lot of lies and gaslighting and zero apologies. I'd love to hear a podcast or just from you on what you see as important factors on deciding when to call it with a relationship or how to tell if giving someone the benefit of the doubt is no longer warranted. My whole life fell apart, but I'm not not sure what I should do to put it back together. Okay. So personally, I'm sad to say this, but I think this relationship is beyond repair. And what really sticks with me is the fact that he, number one, has like zero apologies. He's done this like again and again, right? Yeah. And another thing is we read a study a few podcasts ago that say relationships that break up, get back together, break up, get back together, get worse and worse with each iteration of that relationship. So I don't think this is a case where going through all of these things are going to make you stronger. From everything we've learned, like sometimes there's just been too much baggage and too much distrust that like getting back together and starting over, you're, you're dealing with a worse relationship than you dealt with the first time. So that's my opinion. Yeah. 
It also blows my mind that he will not take any responsibility for what he did. Like she said, he refuses to say he's sorry. Like he thinks he did nothing wrong. And that's crazy, which is crazy. And on top of that, she says, well, he blames it on my behavior because I was like jealous and upset and all this stuff. But you, you, all your behavior was warranted because he did cheat on you. So, I mean, I think that that you, you called it yourself. It's like gaslighting, like acting like you drove him to this is not true it is a lie um i think it's really good that you guys are in couples therapy no matter what's going to happen because sometimes i feel like you know it's like having an adult in the room and they will the therapist hopefully will not let things get too toxic yeah but and and i hope the couples therapy will just hopefully point out what what you know things that you guys can both learn from for future relationships but at this point i really think you kind of got to cut your losses and like start to move on but I think the couples therapy is good maybe to give you guys closure, yeah. honestly. And I think you should also see a separate therapist solo to make sure that your best needs are being looked after. Um, but yeah, I really agree with Laura. I think that you should move on and start fresh. It's hard because you're all, you know, you said you were, you planned on getting engaged soon. So it's hard to like break off from that dream, but you wouldn't want to get engaged and then stuck with somebody or, or making things more complicated to get unstuck from that person if you're not sure about them and their intentions. Yeah, what's better, a divorce in five years or like starting over and, and dating again now? Yeah. You know, it's like you're either, it. you know, I could be wrong, but I think you're just postponing the inevitable. Yeah. We hope that's helpful. If any of you listeners want your questions answered, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We also love your, your text messages or messages that you get from apps or any funny stories. Please be concise. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is recovering from cheating. Yes, all breakups are hard, but recovering from cheating can be particularly hard to get over. Yep, it's a betrayal of your trust from someone that you loved. Things to remember when you're recovering, guys. Don't blame yourself because you might get caught up in the reasons that you made the other person cheat, like how you pushed them away. But cheating is always wrong. They were unhappy. They should have ended things or talked to you. And one thing that I think is so important when you're recovering from uh cheating is not bringing that that baggage into your next relationship and putting it on somebody else because I've noticed this with like friends that have sadly been cheated on is in their next relationship they might be like overly needy or distrust the person when that new person has not done anything anything wrong to like to warrant you like going through their phone and checking their text messages or like you know being you know oh my god I need all this attention and I need all this uh like kind of you need constant reassurance from that person because you've been hurt in the past and it's totally human nature and animal instinct I think to do that because like you know as as humans we're supposed to learn from from like mistakes or trauma from our past so when you're in your new relationship it you might you know be worried like oh god are they gonna cheat on me and you might have trust issues but I think what you got to do in your next relationship is talk to the person be very open and be like hey look like I really like you I like where things are going I want to be honest I was cheated in my last relationship so I'm gonna try my best and um but if I ever like you know do things or seem like I'm not trusting you please know that it's like not personal and I and I do trust you I just you know I have this trauma from my past and like that's just 
that's just how it is. And yeah. and like, you know, please let me know if you ever feel like I'm like not trusting you because that's not warranted. I do trust you. And yeah, you, know, you got to be very open, have a constant dialogue. Yeah. And just, yeah. So, and remember that you can only control yourself in that situation and the trust comes from you. So, you know, like therapy is definitely a good idea. Um, and like you can self-evaluate and like look at your past relationship as like a lesson learned and like make it a positive, like take the lessons you learned, apply it to your new relationship, but don't hold on to the baggage. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's hard to get closure. I think when you were cheated on and, but yeah, I think the not blaming yourself and doing the best you can to not bring baggage into your Second relationship are the two biggest pieces of advice that I have. Yeah, and block that person on all social media. Yeah, they don't. And block their phone number. (laughs) Yeah, we we aren't usually, you know, for blocking. But when someone, like, cheats on you and they're a little piece of shit, like, you can totally block them. No problem. And if they're like, oh, my God, but I still want to stay friends with you. Like, you don't know. Absolutely not. You don't know them that either. Yeah, no. It is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. So something cheaters do not understand is that when it comes to relationships, you have to pick just one. You can't have both unless, of course, you're poly and so are all your other partners and you have clear rules established, then that's a whole other episode. But we practice our choosing skills here in a game we call Would You Rather the Sexy Sexy Edition. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to – well, we'll switch off. So I've got you first. Okay. Would you rather lick Adam Levine's California tattoo or Blake Shelton's face? This is really hard because I really don't like either of them. (laughs) But uh, I feel like Adam Levine's California tattoo is less greasy. So I will go with that. I know Blake Shelton's face just seems like really sweaty with like booze on it. Yeah. I I also agree. I would go with Adam Levine. And I I just feel like he seems healthier. Sure. I mean, his tattoos are horrific. They are really hideous. Yeah, they're not cute. Uh, but yeah, he does take good care of himself. Yeah. Um, all right. What do you got for me? Okay. Would you rather have an orgy with the cast of Riverdale or with the cast of The Marvelous Miss Maisel? Easy. I don't even watch the show Riverdale, but I love Marvelous. All the young people love it. I love Marvelous Miss Maisel, maybe because I'm an old bitty, but that show's fantastic. If you hear the premise, you might be like, and you haven't watched the show, you might be thinking... Yeah, like a what? what what's the era? The sixties? Um, it's 50s? the late fifties. They're late about 50s. to go into nineteen sixty in the third. You might season. be like a Jewish woman from the fifties trying to do stand up in the East Village. Yeah, not for me. Trust me, it's for you. It's for everyone. My parents, Nick, me, my friends, me and Ian. It, it we crosses love all it. boundaries. Like it doesn't matter. This show is not sponsored by Amy Sherman Palladino. We just fucking love Miss Maisel. It's so good, and I would love to have an orgy with everyone, especially with the guy that was from Monk. Yes, Tony Shalhoub. I love him so much. Actually, to be honest with you, I am into all the men and the women on that show. Susie, Susie can get it. Yeah, everyone can get it. Would you rather, Angela, role play Superman with Chris Evans or Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr.? You get all of the questions that are pretty easy for me to answer. (laughs) Well, you can also answer. For me, I would say Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. because I have loved Robert Downey Jr. my whole life. I used to, when he went through his troubles with prison, I, uh, when I was like really young, I had a picture of him like in handcuffs, cut out and taped to my wall in my bedroom. Didn't we see him in the lobby of HBO? We did, but we didn't acknowledge him because we were playing it cool. We, we thought we were cool. That was when we were like going around pitching our TV show and we got to pitch with HBO, which is very cool, which seems so funny now that like, it seems like another lifetime that we were like, maybe we'll have a show on HBO. Yeah. But 
for one point, it was actually a possibility at one point in our lives. And we saw Robert Downey Jr. in the HBO lobby. And that was pretty so it cool. Was, it was all worth it. Who else did we see? We saw uh, not Michael Sarah, but the person. At, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse who Eisenberg. I also who have might a as crush well, on. Who might as well be Michael Sarah. Yes. They're like the same person. We saw him at the when we were pitching Amazon. Yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's all of my name dropping. Who, uh, who would, by the way, who would your answer be for that question, Chris Evans or Robert Downey oh, Jr.? Oh, same, same Z's. Yeah, same Z's. Okay. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, so, would you rather spend a snuggly New Year's with Sterling K. Brown? Sterling K. Brown. You know, I don't even care <laughs> who the option is. Well, it was a. It, this was a. Um, this is us themed round. So it, the or was a hot, ste- steamy summer vacay with Milo Ventimiglia. Uh, yeah, I go with Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, he's just so good. Same, same. All right. Would you give a BJ to Christian Bale in character as Dick Cheney in Vice or to Willem Dafoe in character as Vincent Van Gogh in At Eternity's Gate? Well, neither are looking their best. This is our Oscar-themed round. Angela wrote the, the, this I quiz. Was, I literally was looking at like the Oscars like Best Supporting Actors category and I was like, hmm, who are the two most disgusting looking people uh, to make it challenging? Yeah. And uh, I chose those two. You got to go with Christian Bale because even though you know it's, even though it, like he looks gross, you know it's Christian Bale. Uh, actually, that's that's one school of thought on this round. But I would go with Willem Dafoe. All right, there you go. Tomato, tomato. I think it, I don't think tomato, tomato is the saying that works <laughs> yeah, here. Right, but, but I Nick different always, strokes for different folks. Nick's jokes that I always screw up colloquial sayings. Well, it's still charming. Okay, what else you got from? What's the, the last one you have for me? The last one is: <laughs> Would you rather have a big, beautiful wedding to Rami Malek or a hot, steamy hookup with Adam Driver? Jesus, Angela, you this is also inspired of, by the Oscars. You picked two of my celebrity crushes, but my number one celebrity crush as of recent, because it used to be Andy Samberg, and now I'm like not. I like this doesn't even remotely do it for me anymore. I'm like, wow, you've moved on so over my Andy Samberg phase. It's not even funny. He didn't do anything wrong. He's still great. <laughs> So You're on good terms. We're on good terms. But like Rami Malek is my number one celebrity crush of all celebrities right now. Like nobody even comes remotely close, even though I love, even though I do think like Nick has a lot of the same vibes as Adam Driver. They like, they give me like the same kind of like, like, like hot, very nice. Deep voice. but Deep voice, but like tortured artist vibes. Yes. Um, Rami Malek is my number one right now. So you're going to get married to Rami Malek. Oh my God. I would be honored. That would be very exciting. I would love to attend that wedding. All right. Well, that was a fun quiz. Thanks for creating that, Angela. It was yeah, a very sure. fun answer. And, you know, a girl can dream. Uh, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yep, and you can get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of our sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes, and thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye! This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.